0: been a long time coming I do say so myself you're welcome to the podcast I am well you're going to have to wait to know who I am (laughs) so this is the first season of the podcast and this is the first episode so I thought why not talk about something serious for the first episode Hmm. sit back listen and enjoy welcome to my podcast. This is Men Dem with uh, Super OG. Today promises to be very interesting because we are talking about uh, something that is more than the elephant in the room. I guess it is every it is everywhere now. It's talk about election, uh, but we will be speaking about it from a young person's perspective. Today we have on the show somebody I like. I like to copy and steal stuff from, you know, <laughs> because of how good he is, you know, behind the microphone. His name is Toba Yusuf.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, um, I- I'm so honored to be here. My name is Oloron Tobar I'm a broadcast journalist, football writer, tip star, everything. Um, of course, I have a thing for politics, so I learned a lot from Ugo. So, um, <laughs> I'm sure that I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn quite a lot from him here as well. So it's I'm gone. so honored to be here. That's and uh, when wrong. I, when I saw the post about uh, this podcast, I, I think I was one of the first people that I retweeted it. I said, oh. um, kudos. Because oh. I know, you know, um the talent this young man has
0: <laughs> let me let me just explain to you why there is you know there, there's this uh, opinion in a very small circle saying that it looks like like it's almost happened too late or it maybe it happened too early the reason why some people mm. have, so, like the reason why some people have that opinion, from what you know, I can observe, is that people cannot see the ginger anymore. It's like the ginger from 2020 uh disappeared with COVID, or you know, although COVID has not gone, up, but it looks like <laughs> that ginger just came and you know, like a drive-by. It has just done two, 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 and it has gone away. Like the ginger is no more here, as the you know, as the uh, election is here. Why do you do? You, do you agree with that? Or do you think that's the case?
1: Okay, so, uh, okay, I think I understand your, your line of thought now. I, I think to a next extent, yes, the ginger is not uh, is not as high as it used to eh, be. Hey, so,
0: why? That, why? Uh, why? That's oh, it. Oh, okay, tell okay, us why.
1: Okay, so, so so I, I think that it's not something that is um, peculiar to Nigeria alone. So, we're talking about young people and their interest in politics generally. Yes. So, um, I've followed protests in different countries. I've followed protests in France the yellow vest movement all of yes. those things mm-hmm. and you find that it's young people that usually come out but on election day they just completed their election recently mm-hmm. Macron won a second term and yes. I was going through the data they said that there was still a drop in the turnout of voters in fact some young people said that they were not really interested in voting because you know neither Macron nor Le Pen, Le Pen you know spoke to spoke to um their their yearnings or whatever they wanted from government mm. so that brings me to something i i found out about australia recently that they have this law that makes voting compulsory so as long as you're an australian citizen for instance you should you must come out on election day if you don't come out there is um, you know the government can prosecute you or maybe your mayor or your your local your community yes can prosecute you can be fined twenty dollars so there's this usual political apathy from young people that it's not peculiar to nigeria and um a lot of them when they find a common cause to come out and speak after that when it fizzles out it's very hard for them to converge again and have that common voice so um, all we are seeing now uh, it's not like young people are not aware a lot of them are fragmented along the lines that have been determined by the politicians oh, you know some of them have been fragmented along oh, yes. oh, wait, some of them, wait, them fragmented wait. along
0: <laughs> wait, wait, yes. wait 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 uh, let's let, let's break it down let's just try to break it down for people who may not understand what fragmented are you trying to say some people have been uh, drawn into camps now some of these young people have been drawn into yes. different camps.
1: Yes, yes. because uh, you, you, I won't be surprised to see some of the so-called voices of NSAVs, you know, working with some of these people, contesting people that we said we were tired of. The same politicians, the same people in power, influential people that we say we're tired of. The same people that have benefited. Because see, Ogo, the thing is, for over 20 years on Democracy that we have, it's only the politicians that have benefited immensely from it. They've been mm. senators governors, you know, ministers, commissioners, what have you? So, the same people that we said we're tired of, because whoever from 1999 till now has contributed one way or another to our problems. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That's Mm -hmm. the way I see it. So, the same people that we said we're tired of, you see the same Mm -hmm youth working for them so now when you go on social media you see people attacking each other oh you're supporting this person. Yeah, you yeah supporting this person yeah yeah so they'll be fragmented along different lines either for religious purposes either for um regional governments uh, you know is it's the turn of the south is the turn of the southeast the north and everything they'll be fragmented along different lines so it's not like they're not aware now what united us at the time was you know the voice against police brutality because with police brutality, you didn't even need to be a member of any political party. True, true. The, the policeman arresting you on the road doesn't know if you're a T-Numbo supporter, <laughs> doesn't know if you're a supporter, doesn't know if you're a Obi supporter. He just wants to arrest you because, I mean, I don't know why, but that's just the way the system has, you know, built them to, to, to into what they are, they, they are today. So, a lot of them, uh, at that time, have found a common voice against police brutality. Now, we're able to find a common voice because the politicians have the truth to divide you. And... You know, one of my um, analysts used to say something that in Nigerian politics you need to have the network and the net worth. So mm. the politicians in this case have used their net worth and their network to divide the youth. So these youth, because of their you know huge um, social media numbers, yes, they yeah. would be employed. A lot of them will see. I mean, we, we, we've not started campaign, no. You understand? So during campaign season, they will be employed. To campaign for these politicians, they will be employed to do all sorts of things for so them. Some of them are already doing the job, for yeah, now, yeah, of course, you of know, course, promoting of course. their principles and everything. So <laughs> I would say that it's not like they are not aware, but they, there's no common voice anymore. And mm. the politicians have taken advantage of this. They politicize the issues to fragment and um, break them into different factions along different lines. So instead of us to unite amongst ourselves, we are the ones fighting ourselves now for the sake of these principles that we work for.
0: Interesting. So um you know talk about, i think that uh, analyst that spoke about the network and net worth you know has also caught yeah. my attention because now when you speak about young people there's only so much you know a young person can do when it comes to politics indeed in nigeria we just have to tell ourselves the truth i mean i was reading the other i was reading not too long ago that uh, the apc begged uh, or i think the form service is already on sale now that the form for presidency is a uh, 100 million the form for governorship is uh, I think fifty million or thereabout, and I think for senator, yes, se- I think Senate is about twenty or twenty-five million. That, that's yes. like that's like the price range. Now, is it that because young people do not have that net that net worth to you know to go for these offices, they have been relegated to be minions or workers or employees of these principles, Mm quote-unquote. Is this also low-key an economic issue?
1: Yeah, I I think so too. There's that angle as well because, I mean, um, I attended a gathering some time ago and the person said that apart from not too young to run, it was a joke. He (laughs) said they should also push a bill titled not too poor to run. So everybody laughed, but I took something away from there because I realized being sound, apart from being able to debate, Apart from being able to talk, you need to have the funds. So now we're talking about nomination form. We're not even, uh, you're not even sure you're going to get the tickets. So getting the tickets and then going to campaign is another ball game entirely. At the end of the day, the 100 million for instance, or even House of Assembly, because I just checked now, is um, about 2 million. Okay. So that means the least office you can run for in the next election you have to have two million to get the form so now you're not even sure you're going to get the ticket you're not sure um how you're going to get the money for a campaign for now just to get the form you need two million so when you even get the form you don't know the politics your governor will play because um the party structure at the state level is often in the hands of the governor some of them have their anointed candidates so even if you have the money to get the form as a young person, if you're not in the good books of the governor, you might not get the ticket of your party as well. So that means you're talking about two million naira gone down the drain. Wow. So I think where the problem lies, first of all, is the fact that you know, um, the system has been rigged in such a way that if you are not financially buoyant as a young person, you cannot run for these offices. It's just, it's just a pipe dream. And when you're even financially buoyant, you also need to have you know, some sort of backing In the party structure as well for you to be able to achieve your dream of getting the ticket you know it depending on the system of primary your party decides to use if it's a delegate system for instance that means that you are working towards you know um getting delegates in your favor and i I think that we've seen pictures of some you know um people running for office meeting delegates and um, doling out cash to them (laughs) so how many young people can go to meetings with delegates and out cash to them because you need these delegates to vote for you on on the day of primary that's even if you are you know you've skilled to get in the form you skilled to everything and then picking up the ticket and when you even pick up the ticket you still need to travel you need to do consultation and they always say that ah when you go and do all those consultation you have to drop something if you're seeing where your fathers if you're seeing you know party leaders stakeholders, you have to drop something for them so Our our political system has been so monetized that it's going to be very hard for Mm. a young person without adequate financial backing to run for office.
0: All right. Now, you know, I think it's very, I think it's abundantly clear that young people do not have, you know, enough. or let's just say most or many young people don't have that network. I mean, because someone like Banky W is, is is arguably young, and to an extent, he has you know the net worth for you know to do such. But is it's, it's abundantly mm-hmm. clear that most of like many young people do not have you know that kind of uh, money and also net worth. So yeah, influence or influence exactly or clout however we choose to call it. So now the thing is like what can be done because beyond the Twitter wahala and the insults that you know people throw at each mm. other and whatever what do you think young people can do to come together what do you think can unify at least a good number of young people to just have something towards this 2023 election
1: mm. yeah i i think it's even too late for 2023 because wow. we're talking about less than yes too, late. too late so <laughs> yes it is so i'm telling you i'm telling you because see as it is right now okay so i think i shared the video on, on twitter so this was a party chieftain in lagos and he was explaining how things work internally in this political party yeah, yeah. and mind you in the in, the, in this parties, there are different blocks there are different groups of interest there are the people that would say okay this is the person we want so that means that sometimes even having the money doesn't guarantee you anything even making the noise doesn't guarantee you anything you need to be sure that you have the backing of this power broker. Mm. And, and it's everywhere. Even in even in developed democracies there are lobbyist groups. There are different people, you know, that call the shots within the political parties. You understand? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. the guy said something about how people would come, you know, try to woo party members, pick up their membership card of the party, start paying for jam lessons, start giving scholarships, start doing empowerment. He said that at the initial stage, because you are new to the party, they will welcome you, you know maybe you're just coming from the uk or the us you want to <laughs> run for a senator they welcome you obviously but you have money in some parties, a, yeah he said so, some parties they already have queue on the ground you understand so you need to have strong backing for you to jump the queue because people join jump key we know but you have to have a strong backing apart from just having the money so he said that he said something that struck me he said when you go into this negotiation if you want the head of the goat. Ask for the old goats. So you know that in your mind, it's the head of the goats you want to, but ask for the old goats. So that when tips are down, they'll tell you, okay, this Android uh, ticket they are asking for, we can't give you. Maybe you should go for a house of bread. We've seen people even here in your state that, you know, they had a governorship ambition. Eventually, somebody convinced them. We are seeing their senatorial banners now everywhere. So that's how politics works. So, apart from having the money, young people also need to learn the art of negotiation, the art of engaging with these people because they are they are masters of the game. We can say they are corrupt. We can say ills about them, but they've mastered this politics the way it works locally here. And as like they say, politics is local. So you can go on Twitter all you want. You can you know talk to people, do Twitter spaces. The real people that you need their support are at your what level. So the question is, how many young people even know their ward? How many Mm. young people know their local government? How many young people attend all of these party meetings? The serious ones now. You get what I'm saying? So it's not just about having the money. So for me, 2023 is too late. Because the truth is, we are seeing how things are unfolding now. Something like this also happened in 2019. The likes of Kingsley, Mohalu, Showoreh. Fellow They yeah. could not even come out with one voice to support a single candidate at that time. So we saw how things played out. Now we are less than a year to twenty twenty-three. The real serious if I'm talking about the serious presidential opus or the serious candidates for different positions, I'm sure a few names will be coming to your head. Because this thing Baba is not being you get. <laughs> so I think that for us to start, you know, preparing now, maybe we should start preparing for the next twenty twenty seven or maybe twenty, that'll be twenty thirty one. Wow. So, if you want, and it doesn't have to be, and this is what I say to people it doesn't have to be the presidency alone because in this our complex Nigeria, there are very important offices aside the president. Yeah. Imagine having vibrant young people, you know, captains of the industry people who would have proven their mettle internationally in that Senate, for instance, because for me, the National Assembly is key. Yeah, If yeah. we're talking about restructuring, um Constitutional amendment, all these things. It's from it's there. the National Assembly. Yeah, yeah, true. It's the National Assembly. So let's let's first of all influence infiltrate that legislative arm of government, both at the state and the federal level, in such a way that you have independent-minded people there, people that will not be driven by oh, oh, so because our principal has said this, we have to be on the same page and everything. People that will not be what's that word that they use? Rubber stamp. You understand? Oh yeah. So that institution is very important. And then we'll talk about, you know, um, the state governors as well. How, do you, how well do you know your governors? How well do you hold them accountable? These are the kind of institutions that we should be building in a country like ours. It goes beyond just who wants to be president, who wants to be this, who wants to be that. It's all about uh, giving power to the people at the grassroots level, first of all. So, let's start preparing from now on for 2027, 2031. Maybe we can start from the National Assembly. There are 109 senators. Imagine having, out of the 109, imagine having maybe 50 of them from, you know, young, vibrant political parties. People that have ideas on, you know, not senators that will be building boreholes. Oh. Not senators <laughs> that will be distributing... Ultra-modern
0: excitement. boreholes. That
1: have <laughs> what, what?
0: I said ultra-modern <inaudible> boreholes.
1: Eh, eh, also, I'm modern. Thank you. That's the <laughs> word. Also, I'm also modern. I'm talking about senators that have real legislative agenda, yeah. you know, in terms of changing the constitution, you know, restructuring our so-called federal system. This is so-called. It's not this federal system. It's a so-called federal system, you know. Uh, building a system, a, an institution where um, people will be held accountable for their actions. And then we can start talking about... For me, the job of the president is not even... Um, it's not my concern Because if we, if we are truly decentralized If we are truly a federal system There will be, there will be less emphasis on who becomes president True. You know, we saw people Young people from um, I think we celebrated the Nigerians who won Local elections um, in the US mm. These are, you know, grassroots elections in some of those, I don't know if you remember, back in, was it 2020? Some of those Nigerians that won those elections. Yeah, we yeah, celebrated yeah. them that yeah. one of our own. But what they did was, you know that some of these political, uh, the political parties, um, the platforms that they used to win those elections, are uh, grassroots political parties but affiliated to the Democratic Party and the Republican Party wow. and the grassroots left. So we can start from there as well. Yes. So for me, it's, it's not just about who becomes, everybody's talking about who becomes president. Pre- just one person, 36 state governors, one of nine senators, Um, 360 years of rep members. If I get out of rep alone, let's populate this. Let's have like out of that 360, let's have like 200 to start with, and then we can start talking about changing this country. So for me, 2023 is long gone. It's not even about who becomes president because whoever, even if Jesus comes down and becomes president today, our problems cannot end, and that's Mm. the truth.
0: So, Toba, let me just ask you now let me just ask you now because you know we need to wrap up the uh, the whole conversation now it's very interesting i (laughs) wish wish you could go on and board. we need to wrap up now so in essence are you saying effectually that uh, the young people the youths of nigeria need to join either you know of the strong parties i'm talking about apc or pdp Mm. if they are serious is that what you're trying to say well
1: to be realistic. Right now, from the way things are working, I think that, to be realistic, like I said, joining any other political party apart from those two, (laughs) Baba, is a waste of time. Except maybe you are in, uh, what's this this state now? it's Abgar state. I can't remember. Anambra. Anambra, yes. Except maybe in Anambra. So so the thing is, if you are not sure of um, people's reception towards your membership of either of these parties, I think what you need to do is to build your support base in such a way that people will look beyond your... I don't know if you I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So there are people, for instance, that connect to young people yep. um, on social media, on different spaces. They are politicians, but people don't like them because they are a member of this party. They like them because, you know, of the things they talk about, of the things they stand for, and they vote for them based on these things. So these people know how to play politics. I've had an example like Akin Alabi. I know people that that can't even stand APC they don't even want to hear it they don't want to hear the name Buari, but they identify with Hakeem they work with him they you know they can do anything for him campaign for him as well because of who they think he is who they think he stands for so if you want to contest for office my brother to be realistic APC or PGP that's that's it right now for now APC or PDP. but you have to <laughs> you have to do it in such a way that you connect directly to the people let your message to the people sell you right now it's going to be hard for anybody to run under the platform of either of these parties without questions being asked as to what your party has done when they were in power or what your party is doing when they're in power now but what some of these politicians do is they localize their own politics in such a way that they connect with their own people based on the agenda that they have so it's very hard for people to see them in that light. i'll give you an example of the politician like that i remember in 2015 i was covering the election and there was a particular woman, um, she voted, she she had, um, you know, um, cast a ballot for, I think, APC at the time in 2015. That was when the Buhari wave was sweeping around. So after she voted, she now said she wanted to vote for Lan Lenghi. So Lan Lenghi, uh, you know, was a senator at the time and he was contesting to go back to the Senate. So now, the problem was he had left um, his political party for another party, so the woman did not know. His police. people just knew him as Lan Lane, so immediately the woman dropped a ballot paper. She just said, ah, Obedibu, Lan You understand? So, people now told her, that, Ah, you had already done printed for the presidential national assembly election, so it's the same thing you've done printed for APC.
0: Wow, so she
1: was she fell back exactly. So, she fell back because Lan Lane had left um the PDP for a court party at the time, so he lost the election. So, he was able to connect to the people. Um, beyond his political party membership. Unfortunately, the new party he had joined, he couldn't carry it along with his supporters. So people wanted to vote for him, but they didn't know the party he was in. So the person that eventually won rolled on Buhari's wave to win the central election. So what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, even if you join the ABC or PDP, you need, also need to still, you know, let people see you beyond uh, the bad things the APC has done or the bad things the PDP has done to see who you are so that they can vote for you regardless of um who is becoming president or governor in the states where they are voting. So you need to be able to sell yourself to the people as well. But my brother, if you are contented for office, I think Banky W realized that. That's why he joined the PDP. So with his influence now, with the followers he has, with his popularity, he can now combine that with, you know, I think he came third in the last election, even with the um new political party, the yeah, modern yeah. political party. I cannot, I think it was was it modern? Yes, I think it was modern political party. I think it came third at the time. So now it can combine everything and give his opponents a run for their money. That's why I joined the PDP because PDP has a structure. I've covered elections and I can tell you that there's no what or local government that I go to an election day that you don't see a party agent from PDP and APC. There's no one. But if you go to some places you'll be seeing you can't all those new parties, you cannot see them because they don't have Enough funds. You don't have enough structure to do it. So the only party that can give you that platform, that can give you the structure, those are those are still those two. To be realistic with you, except you are just, except you are just running for office. You know, some people run for office to add title. So next time somebody is interviewing you, they will just put presidential candidate Candidate in the 2019 election or (laughs) presidential candidate (laughs) in the 2020. Exactly. That's what some people do. I know someone that has been running for. Governorship election deal in this or your city, 2007. Ah, ah. I know that person. So every <laughs> time he goes for a TV interview already, they will say former governorship candidate of oh, so, so party. So party, and yeah. the party is always changing. Oh my god! The party is always changing. Oh my god!
0: Right. So that's it. Right. Thank you very much, but this uh, has been very, very insightful. I think young people have, you know, we, we, we have our work cut out for us, right? We have it cut yeah, out yeah, for us. Yeah, we do, we
1: do. Thank you we very do. much. And man. the most important thing is, let, let me just say this, the okay. most important thing is, even if we don't have as many of us running for offices, let's try, let's not use the PVC as means of identification alone, or because you want to open bank accounts, they ask you to bring <laughs> ID cards and you don't have ah it's true that's what some people use it for so collect it and make sure you vote on election day because see if on your street for instance there are maybe 200 people living in your estate let's say out of those 200 people 50 of them are party members active party members on election day if the remaining 150 don't come out 50 of those party members must come out because their leaders will go to their houses and mobilize them to come out and vote. So that means that if in Nigeria we have 50 million party members out of the 200 million that we have, it's those 50 million party members that will vote along the party lines. And it's whatever they vote for that they will give us. So that's why we also need to come out. We that were not party members, let's also Mm. come out and vote. There's no day on election day that you go to a polling unit and you not see party members queuing behind their youth leader or their women leader or whatever Mm. it is. They Mm. must come out and vote because Mm. they'll go and report at the end of the election day that, oh, this person came out. A large clinical came out. A that that's how it works. Beyond just using the PVC as means well of identification, they should also collect it and vote. Mm-hmm.